Hi, it's Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast for your ears. This is going to be a free-form Thoughts on the PlayStation 5. As I've gotten more into this YouTube and podcasting uh, genre, <laughs> I realize that I need to comment sometimes on certain things that I wouldn't normally record something about. I mean, I'm a rock and roll disc jockey, so interviewing rock stars, posting that, sitting here talking about albums and movies, all that kind of stuff kind of is in my wheelhouse, things I've always done. But commenting on video games, I mean, I've played them all my life. I started with Pong, like the rest of us old-timers, and, and Space Invaders, and Pac-Man, and Doom, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but commentating on it's something fairly new in in pop culture and this afternoon just a short few minutes ago actually i finished watching the playstation 5 presentation there has been a lot of hype talk there has been a lot of talk and i'm going to preface this all by saying i am a fan of video games i i am not a fanboy of sony in any way shape or form but currently i game on my pc which is custom built i built it myself and a playstation 4 Pro, which I absolutely love. I used to buy all of the consoles. Not just that I had more disposable income, but I did. Um, it was they were a lot cheaper back then. Hundred bucks, hundred and fifty bucks for a console wasn't a, a lot of money to spend. I had a PlayStation. I had an Xbox. I had a PlayStation Two. I had an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I had a PlayStation Three. It was my first Blu-ray player. And I kept my PlayStation 3 and my Xbox 360 for a long time. I played games on both. I, I was able to play exclusives on both systems. I liked both systems. But over a period of time, I realized I was playing the Sony more than the Microsoft. It just, those were the games that I enjoyed. There were still a few, but I'm not a multiplayer gamer. Uh, I Let me preface that. I used to be. I was in multiplayer gaming long before they ever thought of things like Fortnite and Destiny or whatever, uh, Call of Duty. Back in the day of early multiplayer games when you had LAN parties and you're on specific servers and the first internet games, Quake Arena, things like that, the earliest stuff, I played all that stuff to death, so I'm kind of tired of playing the same map over and over and over to just get more kills. I need some story, I need some effects, I need some action, I need something, like with my movies. I used to be able to watch just about any movie that came out, but I find that I have a shorter attention span now, and a period drama that has zero action in it, and it's not about any characters that I probably care about, is going to be something hard for me to watch, where something that bells and whistles, you know, I, I can be distracted just like any other child. But... To commentate on video games and, t and talk about them is, like I said, a new thing, and I feel like it's a responsibility. Now, we saw the divergence, I think, during the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One era. In my personal opinion, and it, all of this is my personal opinion, I don't claim to be an expert, I'm just a guy that's bought video games since he was a little kid, and, and now in his 50s is still buying video games. I thought that Sony cared more about the gamer than Microsoft did. I just, I, I never really felt that way before. Like, especially with the 360 and the PlayStation 3, that era. I thought both consoles were great. Both gaming 
Uh, ecosystems were great. Uh, anytime that I went on to play, I never had any problems. The earliest version of online stuff, again, never had any problems. Just, it, they were both great experiences. But when it came time to be PlayStation 4, Xbox One, I really wanted a 4K drive at the time. And it was hard to choose a PlayStation over the Xbox, but there really wasn't anything exclusive to the Xbox that I was looking forward to. Like, there were several things looking for I was looking forward to on PlayStation side. And over the course of the last seven years or so, during the, this current console generation, as Xbox put out their uh, pro system and PlayStation put out their pro system, it became more and more apparent that it really isn't about horsepower. And that's the same thing with gaming PCs. I've been upgrading PCs since since the first 3D video games because I wanted to play them. My stepdad got me into computers and gave me a, a 386-25 or a 286-25 back in the day is how we did the, the, the speeds and such. And um, I remember having to buy a sound card so I can hear sound in things like Doom, the original that came on floppy disks. And uh, I eventually, by the time Quake came out, needed a video card. You needed a 3D video card to really take advantage of the new games with lighting and all that kind of stuff. So... Since those earliest games, I've understood having a high-end PC, or at least a competent one that would run current generation games, was important to me if I wanted to play stuff. As I've gotten older and I've gotten more uh, responsibilities in my career, when you're running multiple radio stations or multiple businesses, you have less time for video games. Um, so I just want to sit down and have a great experience. And I've missed a lot of games along the way. I can't buy every new game that comes out. So having a, a good PC that can run, like, say, a game that's a year or two old uh, on a Steam from the Steam library is ideal for me. I can pick up a game that came out in 2017 or 2018, and it runs like glass on, a, on, a, on the PC that I've recently added some other goodies to, another SSD and things like that. And so I understand getting the most horsepower to make frame rate is important, but as artists have gotten more and more involved in video game creation, as they're more and more like blockbuster movies than just games anymore, it's not so much about how it looks, but more than how it plays and what it does, the, the story it tells and how it tells it. And that's something a video game can give you that a movie cannot. A video game is interactive. It's an experience. You sit down. I, you know, I didn't hold anything against my parents when they told me that video games were a waste of time. But now we have found that brain surgeons get a lot of benefit out of sitting down with some good games that require dexterity. It keeps them sharp. And playing video games, the problem solving, the 3D spatial awareness, the everything that goes along with it, trying to figure out puzzles, these things work your brain. And I think it's important as you get older to work your brain, to not just sit down and watch reruns on television and, and live in memories. you got to move forward and learn some new things. So if you're into video games, there has never been a better time to buy a console. So this podcast was supposed to be my thoughts on the PS5. I've followed this race as close as any of the console races, and I give high kudos to Microsoft for having the most horsepower under their hood. The The new Xbox looks great. Um, horsepower-wise, it, it, it competes with a PC. 
Well, you would have to spend more on a PC to get that kind of horsepower because of the proprietary things that are in an Xbox. Now, while the PlayStation is a hair less as far as house horsepower goes, it is far more in file pipeline. The biggest thing that PlayStation that you would call an advantage is its ability to move massive amounts of data from the hard drive into the game instantaneously. It is a, a much quantumly bigger pipeline than what PlayStation's running on, which is something more typical of what a computer would run on. But Sony realized that not only fast loading times for games were important, but to be able to load all of the textures, all of the polygons, all of the particles, all of the effects, and get all of that off the hard drive as quickly as possible was going to enable the creators to envision and create massive worlds of that haven't been seen in the scale of PC gaming and Xbox gaming because... They can, they, it could just do things that aren't available in the other architecture. So that gives Sony a, an edge once they take advantage of it. These first games, a lot of them were PS4 games in development who have now been upgraded to PS5 games. And so it'll be probably two years down the road before we start seeing PlayStation 5 games that fully take advantage of everything that the PlayStation 5 offers. But looking at it now and looking... I still have the same opinion as I did this last generation. I don't think Microsoft cares as much about the gamers. It's I don't I don't and I I wish I could quantify why I have that feeling, why I got that suspicion. I just felt like they were following a mindless evolution and progression to be better without like I don't know, being organic about it, uh, talking to the players and what they really want. You can make the baddest PC on the planet, but it doesn't mean it's going to run everything great. And if you find a developer that can build for your PC specifically, your architecture, what you built, the the specific graphic card you got, then you're going to get more out of that particular game. And that's the benefit of both of these game systems, is that games are specifically made for them now. It's not, used to be PC games reported to the consoles, now console games reported to the PCs. That's where we are in our generations of gaming. So, Microsoft has the luxury that they develop games in parallel. They're developed for PC and the Xbox at the same time because Microsoft is a computer company. Their gaming site has just been lacking in exclusives and things that I just had to play. When something like Assassin's Creed comes out, it's on every console and PC. Okay. You definitely want the machine that can run it the best, but you're pretty much going to have the same experience on any console. But games like Spider-Man and and some of the other Insomniac games, they're just... They're games I want to play. Um, The Uncharted games. I cannot wait for what the next generation Uncharted is going to look like and play like. I've loved those games and their PlayStation exclusives. There were a lot of PlayStation exclusives debuted today. And... Most of them look amazing, even though several of them I didn't want to play. Ratchet and Clank, 
stuck out. I thought the gameplay was pretty amazing going from one dimension to another like we see in some recent movies. Um, don't know if I would ever pick up that game, but it looks amazing, and I have enjoyed Ratchet & Clank in the past. But things like Horizon, that's another exclusive for PlayStation, and Horizon, the first game, was amazing. That was truly, uh, you know, groundbreaking, unique, definitely something I wanted the console to play. And Sony's got a lot of that. And they just one good exclusive after another. How about that Spider-Man game? How great does that look? Another exclusive. Microsoft talked about not having exclusives, and I'd love a world that didn't have exclusives. I don't think it matters. Like I said, I'm not a fanboy for either console. I just want the best experience. And what I found more with Sony over Microsoft in the last generation is that I use my PlayStation 3 and my PlayStation 4 more for media, for other stuff other than games. I use my PlayStation 4 daily to watch content, to watch Amazon, to watch Disney, to watch HBO, to watch YouTube, uh, to play games, to watch movies, you name it. And my only complaint I've had with Sony for the last few years is they didn't put a 4K disc player in their machines, which was what an oversight. I honestly think they would have partially crushed Microsoft had they done that one extra step because... For a lot of people, the PlayStation 3 was their first Blu-ray player. The PlayStation 4 could have been their first 4K player. And it would have helped push the format that Sony helped create. <laughs> and Sony's still releasing 4K discs. Of course, there, there was a lot of speculation that they weren't going to put a disc drive in this. I'm like, really? Uh, hard media, DVDs, Blu-rays, and 4Ks are becoming harder and harder to find. Movie studios are releasing less. It's slowing down. People aren't buying CDs as much. They're not buying movies as much. But that's all changed with COVID-19. I'm telling you personally, as a guy who owns a store who sells cheap movies, I've sold a lot of movies the last three months. <laughs> and I know that my Best Buy's had a lot of sales where they have sold out of items that they're not getting back. Same thing with Amazon. Amazon actually sold out of some new releases that I have not seen that in a year or so. So... I think home video is going to make a bit of a comeback. People like having hard copies. Um, sure, streaming's more convenient, and I like to stream things myself. But again, if there's a power outage or the cable's out or the internet's out, I can still pull out a disc. If my particular service goes up in price and I don't want to pay for it anymore, I can still pull out a disc. You know, I mean, I own that movie or that TV show or that album. And so I don't mind buying movies, and it's the same reason I don't mind buying games. I like services where you rent games because there's a lot of games I just want to try. But if it's an experience I want or a game I love, I want a hard copy so that I will always have it. They have released games, like demos for games, and then the game never came out and they pulled the demos. If you didn't download the demo and keep it on your hard drive, it's gone forever to the ether and will never be playable again, but you could still play that game. And for gamers, that's a good thing. You know, that's a that's a pretty... So I'd still tend to buy hard copies of games, but I'm sticking with Sony because I have bought a few digital games, and as long as I have a, you know, a PlayStation member and a Plus member that uploads my, my save games and all that... I will always be able to download. I got to tell you, when my original, I had an original PlayStation 4 that finally put the cookie. The hard drive died, and I know I could have put another hard drive in it, but at the time, and, and considering what was going on, it was just easier to get a PlayStation Pro. So I got the Pro, and it was so easy to download the games that I already had, and the save games had uploaded, and so I downloaded those, and I just I kept on playing where I was. And with the PlayStation Pro, you also get all the files to run it in 4K. So every game outputs in 4K now, most of them. Um, all my movie services now play in 4K. Um, it's great. 
I love the PlayStation Pro, and I wasn't excited about the PlayStation 5. Looking at the game demos today, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I could probably wait a hair longer, because some of these games will come out for the 4, or the 4 Pro at least. Um, but you'll want, you know, you'll want the 5. That's why I started buying 4Ks a couple years ago. I future-proofed my system. Even before I had a 4K player, I bought a few 4Ks because they came with Blu-ray so I could watch them then. And then I had a 4K for later when I eventually had a 4K TV and a 4K Blu-ray player, which I have now. But I bought a cheap 4K player, and the Sony's going to be great. Sony has done another thing that Microsoft didn't even talk about or even think about. Um, 3D audio. They really doubled down and put some serious hardware in the machine for 3D audio. And you're like, well, okay, why? We, we have surround sound now, and we do. But having hardware, there used to be a time when we, not just buying video cards for a PC, you bought an audio card. It accelerated the PC. It offloaded some of the sound effects. Eventually, when physics stuff started started being put into games, the sound cards also doubled as physics cards. Um you would have a better sound experience than anything on board, but the chips are pretty good now. Onboard audio is not bad in most modern PCs and laptops. Their digital audio converters could be better, and I can do a whole podcast on portable digital audio converters for under 100 bucks that you might want to pick up to give you better sound out of your PC, or two or 300 bucks if you want to spend that much. But that's another podcast. So we used to have sound boards that you would buy separately like a video card and i remember my last sound blaster that thing was as big as my video card and did so much and the and audio sounded great i used to play dvds on my big screen uh, from my computer because it, it decoded dolby digital and stuff like that but that's something now everybody just has dolby digital and dts and and you know the game systems just come with surround sound and it's not been anything that the game companies have really talked about the last generation or so but sony one of the secret things they were working on was full 3D audio, where there is processors and chips on board and special wiring, special configurations to really augment the sound in games, in videos, in stuff you watch, and stuff you play. It's, it's For somebody like me who considers himself an audiophile and loves great sound, I'm very, very excited. This is like you're getting high-end surround sound equipment in your video game system. That's just, uh, wow. It'll also help with some of the processing when you have chips that are dealing with all that audio because a lot of these games have multi-channel audio surround sound Dolby Atmos with effects in full 360 around your head you need the special chips and the processing to offload some of that from your main CPUs and GPUs and stuff that are running overtime to give you the graphics and the physics and the, and the rest of the, the world gameplay that's in modern gaming. You really, if you're into gaming, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir to those fanboys who already watch this. You're, you're not the ones listening. But to anybody else who's, who's really not kept up with video games and stuff, go on YouTube and look up some of these things. Some of these these concepts I've talked about, some of the consoles, some of the, uh, the games and some of the systems and things like that. Like that and some of the concepts in computing it, it, we are really living in a time i am excited that i'm so young enough to appreciate all this stuff it's like christmas every time i go to youtube and they're talking about a new technology that's in video cards it's in computing that's in gain systems that's in phones that's in vaping whatever it it's it's really Kids today do they they take it for granted that new phones come out and oh it does these cool things or whatever but I sometimes feel like we grew up in the Stone Age 
when we were happy with the cable box that had 12 channels or, or 30 channels or 35 channels or 40 channels or whatever and 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 a timex watch and our first you know led watches and things like that and now i'm podcasting on a computer i built that i'm going to upload to hopefully thousands of people around the world and different services and they can listen to it on bluetooth speakers and in their phones and computers and tvs and car stereos and it's just I, I don't know, kids. I, this turned into some positive, uplifting thing. But I'm just happy to be alive and happy to be able to do these things and talk about this stuff. And 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 glad you're here to enjoy it with me. It's it's really. I know we've got virus stuff going on and quarantining and and crazy politics and crazy other crap going on in the world. But you know when when you go walk around the block with your dogs or you go to the 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 grocery store the dispensary or or the or the walmart or whatever and you realize like the life is going on and people are pretty normal and everything's pretty great and the weather's pretty great and technology's pretty great and and we all didn't die through this quarantine because we had stuff to watch and stuff to listen to and these crazy podcasters and anyway my thoughts on the PlayStation 5 is that's where my money would be and will be when it comes out. Am I going to buy one day one? I didn't see anything today that I'm like, I got to have it day one. I have a 4K player. I have a PlayStation Pro that that plays every game I own right now. I just got a cheap copy of Death Stranding, so I'm about to jump into that controversial game that came out last year. Everybody waited for that forever. There was so much hype about it. There was hate. There was love. I wait for all that stuff to die down because it's a single player game and why do I need to have it day one? So yes, I, I got a cheap copy and we'll be able to play that for you and tell you my opinions of this very controversial game. But anyway, um, I like the PlayStation experience. I like Sony. I don't own a whole lot of Sony equipment. I mean, I've had a, a Sony receiver here or there, or a Sony this or a Sony that, and I honestly don't have a Sony phone or a Sony camera or any of that, but I really like their PlayStation. I, I, I think it's great technology. I think they've always cared about the gamer. I don't think that's flagged in any way, shape, or form. They cared about indie games more than the original Xbox team did. They have doubled down on indie games more and more, and still to this day, I can't say that I've played 100 indie games that I really love, but there's been a small handful that I consider to be incredibly great games that would have never gotten made had Sony or Microsoft not given some money or some time to these independent studios and released some pretty crazy games. Um, I'll talk about the uh, Porcupine Tree reference game one day with the Stephen Wilson music and, and, and last day. Anyway, long story short, that's another podcast. So PlayStation 5, I would go watch the video, make your own opinions. The hardware of both machines is great. Uh, whatever the price is going to be, if you want to pay it, pay it. Because honestly, I use my PlayStation 4 Pro every single day. And it, okay, the machine costs $400, say. That's a little over a dollar a day for a year. And I've had it for seven, well, I had my original PlayStation for almost seven years. So if I played three, 400 bucks for that, I paid pennies a day to enjoy it. I think you know, we, we talk about how much our consoles and our phones cost, and it's stupid. Because you use your phone several hours a day. I look at my screen time and go, how the hell did I lose my use my phone four hours yesterday? <laughs> so when you multiply out or divide out the fact, the cost of the phone, the cost of the game console, and the years of service, the amount of time you spend on it every single day, it's pennies a day for the phone. It's pennies a day for the console. You have the time. Play the games. 
have fun with it. Get a PlayStation 5 and enjoy. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. This has been a bit of a babbling podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Check out my Patreon page. All the links to my new Facebook groups are below. Links below to the Patreon. Links below to everything that, that I hope you find uh, you know important about Rockfile. So thank you very much for listening. I hope I didn't babble too much. I will, uh, well, I'll be in your ears on the next one. Music.